In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise be Jesus and Mary, now and forever. Dear brothers and sisters, today is the first Sunday of Lent. Forty days in preparation for Easter. Forty days of prayer, fasting, and abstinence, penance, and mortification. Let us also do what we can to give alms, because charity covers a multitude of sins. Forty days to dedicate ourselves more intensely to renouncing ourselves. We might give something up for Lent, deny ourselves so that we can have total dominion over our passions, over our senses, mortify our pride and curiosity, know how to control the tongue and so on, and to fight against all the seven capital sins, pride, avarice, lust, anger, envy, gluttony, which is overindulging in food and drink, and sloth or laziness. Fighting against these seven capital sins by practicing the seven contrary virtues, humility, generosity or liberality, chastity, meekness, benevolence, which is to want good for another, temperance and diligence. Forty days in imitation of Jesus, who was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Forty days of spiritual combat, fighting against the three enemies of the soul, namely the world, the flesh, and the devil. Forty days to be conformed to Christ. St. John Chrysostom tells us that, I quote, as our Lord did everything for our instruction, so he wished to be led out into the wilderness and there to enter into combat with the devil. He did this in order that the baptized should not be troubled if after baptism they suffer still greater temptations, end quote. And our Lord did this to give us an example of how to overcome temptations. We are all going to be tempted dear brothers and sisters, tempted in different ways. The tempter, the devil, can tempt us to doubt our faith. He can tempt us to despair and to lose hope. He can tempt us to be discouraged. He can tempt us to commit certain sins. He can tempt us to desire to live a certain lifestyle and to rebel against God and his commandments. We need to be fortified and armed with prayer, penance, mortification, and self-denial. Fortified by the sacraments of the Holy Eucharist and the sacrament of penance by going to confession often. We need to be fortified through placing ourselves under the mantle of Our Lady. Going even one step further and placing ourselves in her immaculate heart. And we can receive strength and the fortitude we need through praying the Holy Rosary and staying close to the Blessed Virgin Mary in times of temptation and trial. We have to pray constantly because the devil is very cunning and clever. And if we open up a door to him and allow him to enter, it will be very difficult to make him leave and to get rid of him. 
for he will do everything in his power to remain until he has brought about a complete destruction. This is another reason why we must go to confession often to cast out the devil of our soul if he has entered through mortal sin. Now I'd like to speak about a very particular way in which the devil is tempting the faithful, tempting the little ones, those who are innocent and pure. It's very sad, dear brothers and sisters, that we have opened up a door to the devil in our Catholic schools, embracing all of this gender ideology and this rainbow flag revolution. So, what if one day your little son comes home one day and says, Mommy, I want to start wearing a skirt. I want to change my name to Jessica. And I'm no longer a boy, but I'm a girl. That's what I want to be. That's who I am. We've been learning about this in school. Learning about relationships. And I was told that all of this is acceptable and okay. And one of the teachers spoke to us about different families and different forms of love. And we're even going to have a club at school called the Rainbow Flag Club. And once, we were shown a picture of two people holding hands with the words that says, everything is okay, it's all okay. Dear brothers and sisters, those teachers are a bunch of devils. What a scandal. What an abomination to think that in some so-called Catholic schools, these abominations are being presented and promoted, promoting sin, promoting a sin against chastity, promoting a sin against nature. And you wonder why there's an increase of parents who are taking their children out of these so-called Catholic schools and they're homeschooling them. They're homeschooling them. And those who are responsible for Catholic education have let the faithful down. They have betrayed the faithful. They have betrayed our Lord Jesus Christ because they are not faithful to his teaching. And they behave like serpents and politicians. When the parents ask the teachers, are my children going to be exposed to all of this? Can you give me any guarantee that it won't be presented to them? Are you going to expose my child to all of this? When they ask the teacher this question, some of them will behave like serpents and politicians, giving a very evasive answer, like a politician. Let us remember, Jesus said, let what you say be simply, yes, yes, no, no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. So you ask them a very direct question. And they try to go around it. They are asking, can you give me a guarantee my child won't be exposed to all of this abomination? Let your answer simply be yes, yes, no, no. 
anything more than this comes from the evil one because they try to get around answering the question. And that is why some parents are homeschooling their children. Their brothers and sisters, I didn't become a friar or a priest for people to like me. So I'm going to speak the truth even if I get my head chopped off for it. So dear brothers and sisters, I say all of this because we have to warn people as well that God is displeased with all of this. And those who are responsible for Catholic education, who do not give a very clear answer, maybe it's because some of them agree with all of these abominations. Because some of them say nothing. They do nothing. They don't oppose it. Or some are willing to compromise because of fear or human respect. They say, oh, well, we have to, we have to compromise because our school's going to get closed down. The Ofsted expectors are going to come and they're going to fail the school. So we have to compromise. Nonsense. It's as if the devil is an offset inspector. What did we hear in today's gospel? The devil said to Jesus, taking him up to a height and said, I will give you all of this power and the glory of all these kingdoms for it has been committed to me and I give it to anyone I choose. It's as if we've, we've, we've made an agreement with the devil and we've shaken hands with the devil at the cost of the innocence of our children. I give it to anyone I choose. So what, is the Ofsted inspector a devil? And we bow down to him at the cost of what? The innocence of our young people. What a disgrace. And I say this also to warn those teachers because they will have it on judgment day, what did you do to these little ones? If they don't repent, Jesus said, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened round his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Let me repeat that. Whosoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Is that clear? So if your child is at school and they're looking at what's being presented to them and they say, well, I, like, I'll, I'll, I might want to try that one day. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, I mention this also because if we look at the state of the world, it seems that God is really going to punish us for our sins and our crimes, not just because of what's happening in Ukraine and with Russia that I mention this, but we risk having a worse punishment than the deluge, dear brothers and, dear brothers and sisters, worse than the great flood. It's as if we're calling on God to punish us with fire. And the sin of Sodom is one of the four sins that cry to heaven for vengeance. Do you know what that means? Crying to heaven for vengeance. So dear brothers and sisters, we have to do penance. We have to be like the people of Nineveh. 
who when they were warned by the prophet Jonah, they did penance and God did not punish them. Because there, is, there are too many sins of omission there, brothers and sisters. We don't do anything. We don't say anything. We just sit back and we hand over our young people to be brainwashed and poisoned and corrupted. So let us be generous with our prayers and our sacrifices, dear brothers and sisters. Let us meditate more on the passion of Christ. Let us do more Eucharistic adoration this Lent. Try to do a holy hour this Lent. And spend more time with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. Why not familiarize yourself more with the pious practice of the way of the cross, the Via Crucis? Pray more the sorrowful mysteries of the Holy Rosary. And you can even learn to pray the chaplet of the seven sorrows of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And try to have moments of silent prayer in your own home, in your house, in your room. Kneel down before a cross, before a crucifix. Gaze at Jesus on the cross and see how much he loves you. That he died for you. He died for the forgiveness of sins. He died so that you can go to heaven. Look how much he suffered. Let us do a little bit of suffering as well. It's not fair that he suffer all the pains of hell to save us and we don't do anything. We complain if we have a splinter in our finger. We've got to be a bit more generous, dear brothers and sisters, and try to return the love that God showed to us. And finally, as I mentioned, let us go to confession often so that we can have our souls cleansed through the sacrament of reconciliation, through the sacrament of penance. Dear brothers and sisters, today's gospel tells us about temptation and the tempter. The Blessed Virgin Mary, the victorious Queen of the world, will help us whenever we are tempted. Call upon her always. Flee to her. Place yourselves under the mantle of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And go one step further and place yourselves in her immaculate heart. There you will find a mother who loves you with a love that you couldn't believe. You couldn't believe how much she loves you. Get to know this love of the Mother of God during this Lent because she wants to help us to be conformed to Christ. She wants to help us to be saints. She wants to help us to be ready for Easter. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.